0: Hello and welcome to the Artisan Spotlight. Today we're here with Dan Hare. Dan, what is your art form?
1: Uh, I like uh, oil and also pencil drawings. Um, And that's uh, basically what I work with. Sometimes a little bit of ink, but mostly oil, 80% and pencil.
0: And what type of theme or uh, subject do you prefer to
1: paint? I prefer contemporary western not the period Western, but contemporary. Um, you know, like rodeos and what what takes place today, you know, with with the Western scene, the horse scene, the cow scene.
0: Yeah, you brought us three lovely paintings today. Is there any story behind them? I know that we have your number is five, where he's got some cattle and Bucking the Cantlewood, and then also First Love. Can you tell us a little bit about those?
1: Yeah. Um Let's see, uh, the one on the, uh, your number is five, that particular one, um, it's one of my close friends was out there, and, and, uh, he was out there, and the light was just perfect, and I took the picture, and, lord and behold, it turned out really good, so I decided, let's, it's contemporary, it's got to do with, uh, team sorting, and, uh, it turned out really good. The and, detailing is amazing. Yeah, the other one, I also like kind of going to rodeos and stuff. I spent quite a bit of time going there and taking lots of photographs and, and bucking to Wood. Um, it turns out that's one of my favorites of all time. And then the other one, uh, First Love, that's my granddaughter.
0: That one's beautiful. I love the, the First Love. The light in that is just amazing. Um, how? When did you
1: start doing art? Well, I started when I was three years old. Wow. Doing cartoons. I always wanted to, to uh, do cartoons and illustration when I was a kid, and that's what I studied basically in the first few years of college. And uh, then I went on into oil painting and stuff like that. But uh, then I went into the corporate world, and art was basically out of, the, out of the picture for 40 years, retired, um, played a couple of years of golf, and said, there's gotta be something else in this world. So I came back to it.
0: Well, oh, God, you did, your pieces are amazing.
1: Yeah, so I've been doing it now for about, I don't know, what is it, uh, 2017, so almost 15 years now. You know, 40 years of doing nothing, and 15 years now of painting.
0: Do you, uh, have you ever done any uh, showings, like large showings?
1: Oh yeah. I haven't done anything recently in the last year or so because I've been busy building a ranch, as everybody around here knows. Um, But uh, yeah, I'll be getting back into shows next year. Um, I only do a couple of shows here in in California. Most of my shows are done out of state. Um, Like the one I do here in California, is called The um, the Cattleman Show in San Luis Obispo. And uh, I have done all the shows down here in the desert, but uh, I don't do those anymore. Um, and uh, I've done a few other shows, like the one in San Dimas and stuff like that. Uh, they're all Western shows, all western theme, And uh, we'll be getting back into that again next year. I noticed
0: that your paintings are, are quite large. Do you do anything small, or is everything on a large
1: scale? Like that? I do some small stuff. Um, like I, I, don't know if I said before, but typically my paintings start with a pencil drawing, and those are much smaller. And then once I figure out what's going on with on the pencil side, cause it's a lot easier to erase a pencil than it is to erase oil. So I would basically, um, and then from that point on, you can just... Uh, expand the picture and whatever. And yes, there's a few smaller ones, but mostly uh, the portraits are smaller, but the action pictures and landscapes are larger.
0: And it allows you to do a lot of detail, too, in building up when you have a larger space. Yeah,
1: um, you you do have to do a lot of detail um, when it's larger. Um, I like to do different kinds of paintings. I like to do kind of in this order. i like to do a, a portrait because that tests your real drawing skills. And you have to have a good drawing skills. Um, in other words, when you do a portrait of somebody, it needs to look like that person. So that tests that. And then I like to do landscapes because that's a different animal altogether. Uh, you're dealing with, you know, atmospheric uh, gradation or you know atmospheric perspective. Uh, so you need to have make sure that you know, the mountains in the background stay in the background and don't come forward, and just things like that. Those are techniques that, that, that I've learned over the years. And and uh, and then I like to do uh, a combination of, of landscape and portrait where where I have uh, things going on inside inside the landscape so that, you know, there's horses and cowboys and whatever going on besides the landscape part.
0: It gives you that depth and yeah. perspective. Yes. Sort of see into it. So you, yeah, modern.
1: you'll you'll see the the <laughs> subject come forward and the background go backwards, so and you'll see that in all my paintings.
0: What is your least favorite um, medium and or tools and your favorite?
1: Well, my least favorite medium is I don't do watercolor. Uh, I don't. I typically will not do um, pastels because that's just too toxic. Um, I I prefer oils and graphite pencil, and uh, those are the two mediums I pretty much stick with. I like the oils because it takes time for it to to dry, and you can work it quite a bit. And if you make a mistake, you can scrape it off and, you know, things like that. And believe me, you do make mistakes. You
0: know? Yeah, you, uh, that's one thing you know that all the artists say is that you just gotta keep working through it. And, yes, and, uh, you do. Uh, sometimes you overwork it, but you just gotta keep, you know. Yeah, keep working with that piece to find. Absolutely,
1: what you want. absolutely.
0: Um, do you have any advice for people who would like to oil paint or to start working with pencils and, and start their beginnings?
1: Yeah, join a group. <laughs>
0: That's true, though, because you see... Because,
1: because you'll, you'll, what, what you'll, you'll learn a lot from other people, um, sometimes uh, you might have people in there that, that are teachers um, and definitely take lessons. It's just like uh, playing a piano or taking guitar lessons, you know. Uh, you may not become another Rembrandt, but um, art is, is, is very technical. And um, y- if you learn to measure and you put the time in, and you learn to color and stuff like that, It's you can become good. You know, I, I do teach a little bit in the studio down in Lake Forest, and uh, you'd be surprised what those students come out like.
0: And that's the thing, too, is you're going to improve. You may not, when you first start, you may not, you probably won't be that happy with it. You're like, oh, this isn't that awesome. And then as you continue on, like each time you're learning a new way, a new way to make it.
1: What a lot of new artists don't realize is that um, basically, um, you know, in art, there are rules. And, you know, art is very easy if you don't know the rules. But it becomes very difficult when you know the rules.
0: And I think there is a big misconception. A lot of people yes. think people just go in there and start slapping paint mm-hmm. on there, you know, and then yeah, That's what I call talent. slap
1: and go. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yes, you know, and you know, you'll become a much better artist once you learn the rules and you learn to apply them.
0: Well, what would be uh, uh, examples of some of the rules that you would learn?
1: Gradation, atmospheric perspective.
0: Like we were talking earlier.
1: Uh, learning to measure so you can draw. You know, a, a lot of artists don't want to take the time to draw. And the drawing is the basis of the foundation for a painting. If if the foundation isn't correct, the painting is never going to be correct. No matter what you do to it.
0: You won't have, you, you won't have the balance or the correct depth and then it'll throw everything off. Right.
1: And then, you know, if the drawing's off, perspectives are off and stuff like that. When when I judge paintings, I typically look at the rules. You know, all the technical side of it, um, where the center of interest might be, you know, the design side of it, things like that, uh, how they use the color. Um, you know, if it's a landscape, do they have the perspective in there? I mean, the, the uh, gradation in there or atmospheric perspective is another word for it. So um, there's all kinds of things that you look for. And then... At the very end, and it becomes maybe subjective, and and it becomes, okay, well, which one do I really like the best of those? Mm-hmm. Which one's those? to me the most? Yeah. yeah. So, but it I starts see. out on the technical and side. And when it
0: gets really hard to judge, I bet it's hard sometimes. You have to go, okay, well, this one's beautiful, but it, they're two totally different paintings. Like, how do I decide, you know?
1: Well, then one? it becomes a subjective thing. <laughs> so, but te- technically, it's pretty difficult to, you know. I mean, usually there's, you know, Score there somewhere. Yeah, there's something that's going to you know push one yeah. over the top. And you know, it's it's not one rule. There's a lot of rules. It's like it, it basically you know it's, it's it's basically rules that that you can break if but you if know you if you know what, what you're doing. You're doing. Yes. Uh, and and so that's a lot of things. That, you know, a lot of people don't know these things and. I've been very fortunate that I did learn all that.
0: I know earlier before the interview we were talking about you did something for the Grand National Rodeo. Can you tell us about that? Yeah.
1: A few years back, I can't remember was it three, four years, I don't know, um, at the Grand National Rodeo down in, in San Francisco and, and they asked me if I could be their featured artist and uh, if they can use my artwork for their brochures and stuff and, and I said sure. But you have got three more. You got to do. Can you finish them in time? I says, Yeah, I'll get them finished in time. So, anyway, I had to. Do, uh, they had a painting for every event that they had.
0: Wow, was that hard to be hard pressed for a deadline for those? No, no. It probably was like a little inspiring. You're like, 'Cause you knew you knew what you, knew you were gonna do. One hey, for each, each section. So.
1: Yeah. It, the, the thing about it was that you know, it it kind of broke my routine as far as you know. I, like I said, I like to do. Uh, a portrait, in and in of whatever, and the next, and the next, and this had to be what it was, and you can see all those paintings on my website. Okay. So, um,
0: so, uh, if you would like, could you give us your uh, website or an email people can get a hold of you if they're interested to find out? Yeah, more.
1: the website um, is real simple. It's DanHairArt. Okay. dot And uh, not everything's in there. It has to be updated, because there's a lot of new stuff that hasn't been put in yet. And um, it's like all artists, you know, we're kind of lazy when it comes to that kind of stuff.
0: Well, and you know, I'm sure that the art that's on there already, though, is is a wonderful example of what you do.
1: Yes, yeah, it's all there. It's all there. There's quite a bit of stuff. There's probably about 35 or 40 paintings on that website.
0: You're more interested in painting than websites.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know. It, it's, and I got a ranch I'm building too. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's really takes.
1: And then my email address is dan at jlhair.com. J is in Jackie and L is in Larry.
0: Well, thank you so much, Dan. It was a wonderful interview. If anyone has any questions, you can go to his website or email him. You can also email us here at programming, that's P R O G R A M M I N G at 963koyt.org. If you or an artist you know would like to come and share your art form with us, please don't hesitate to give us an email. And our phone number here is 951-763-KOYT. That's 5698. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time on the Artisan Spotlight.